Today's episode of The Doctor's Companion is brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Matt Smith, but not that Matt Smith. And today we are going to be talking about the William Hartnell first Doctor story, The Aztecs, uh, which is available on Netflix Instance. So if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, go watch it because I'm sure you have Netflix. Just about everybody does. Uh, but before we do that, I want to remind everybody we are from the website geekshowentertainment.com where we like geeky stuff and occasionally we talk about geeky stuff like Doctor Who on podcasts like this one. Geek Show Entertainment is a podcast network that has new episodes released for shows that include The Doctor's Companion as well as Movie Night at Geek Show, Have You Met Ted, and Super Geeks. And you can listen to those podcasts by streaming them on the website or subscribing to the shows on iTunes. Also, go to the website, join our community, and comment on episodes, articles, and audio blogs that you regularly see on the site. And if you've listened to any of our shows and you like what you're hearing, and if you don't, help us out by leaving an iTunes review because that's the way that people find our show and decide if they might be worth listening to. You can also let us know how we're doing with comments, concerns, and suggestions by emailing the show at tdc at geekshow.us, tdc as in The Doctor's Companion. All right, Matt, we're talking the Aztecs. What do you got for background and significance for the sixth story ever? Yes, it's the sixth story ever. Um, well, I, well, I guess it's the sixth story that was ever made. Um, honestly, the Aztecs is a really interesting story because it's the first time a lot of things are set up, uh, specifically the idea that you can't change time or mess with history. Um uh, which we'll talk about as we go into it a little bit more. It's written by John Lucarotti, who previously had done Marco Polo, which was the fourth ever Doctor Who story, and would go on to write The Massacre in Season 3, which I haven't seen yet, but we'll be watching before the end of the year, uh, and would eventually start, at least do the first draft of... Um, Oh, what's that story? Uh, the Ark in Space. That one. He did the first draft of The Ark in Space, and then Robert Holmes took over from him in reasons that we'll elucidate whenever we get around to talking about uh, The Ark in Space. It's written by John Crockett, who I don't think he ever did another Doctor Who story, um, but honestly, I think he did do a good job on directing this. Um, and it's still early days. We're still... Oh, no, he did Marco Polo. I apologize. He did Marco Polo as well, which is unfortunate because... Oh, man, he... Marco Polo is so good. Um, but anyways, it's early days for Doctor Who. It's uh, Hartnell as the Doctor. It's Ian and Barbara hanging out. Um, and Susan as the Doctor's granddaughter. And um, they land in Aztec land in Mexico. I guess I guess Mexico is Aztec land. Um, and they have an adventure. Um, and honestly, the first time I saw this movie, I think the hype really kind of killed it for me um i didn't think it was that special or that good but going at it now having seen almost every doctor who story that's ever been made um 
I am blown away by this. Uh, I think it's so brilliant. I think it's extremely well done. It's got great characters like Tlatoxel and Otlock, and Ixta's always good for a good laugh. Um, And it's very intricate. As I was writing my notes, I never realized how... how full of machinations this whole story is. And I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it seems like it's a lot simpler than it actually is, but John Lucarotti really wrote the hell out of this story. And I love it. Um, uh, Scott, you haven't seen it before. What did you think? Uh, I really, I actually really loved it. Um, nice. I, I think it's really great. I do think that, uh, the, the guy, I forget, I, I don't, I don't, remember, I was missing their names because it's, that's you, fine. They're like foreign. Um, <laughs> but the and dead language, right? Exactly. Aztec language. Um, but the, uh, the guy that Ian fights. Ixta. Ixta. Okay. Somebody didn't tell him how the TARDIS works and maybe that wasn't set up, uh, at this point that the TARDIS like translates everything. Um, for everyone and makes them all British. But, uh, the actor playing Ixta was, he heard Aztecs. And so he was just like, oh, I'm an Indian. (laughs) How? Like, (laughs) that's how he's playing this role where everyone else is just British. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's really really funny. (laughs) It is really funny. Um, he says Eon, which is my favorite um, pronunciation of Eon ever. Eon. Um, but yeah, it's good. The, the main characters of the thing are Ixta, who's Ian's rival, uh, the perfect sacrifice, who's the guy who eventually, quote-unquote, gets married to Susan, um, Kameka, who eventually, quote-unquote, gets married to the Doctor, I guess, uh, Otlock, who is the High Priest of Knowledge, and Tlatoxel, who's the guy with the red paint on his face. Right. Um, the Joker. So, yeah, the Joker. Right, right, right. Um <laughs> I don't know. I just I I love this story and yeah. I love coming back to it. And this was, I'm not gonna lie, this was a good choice on my part. Um, <laughs> so, so there's that. It's only four episodes, so it it was nice and short, which I really like. Um, mm-hmm. And it's I don't know, it's just really good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's the, weird. The, the thing I was the most impressed with, though, uh, more than anything, was the direction. So sure. I'm sad about Marco Polo not being a thing that exists because oh Marco Polo because oh, you say Marco. it's an amazing episode and being directed by John Crockett I would have loved to have seen it because seriously the direction in this is just phenomenal I love it mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. it there's so many interesting close-ups and and shots and the way that the camera moves within a scene is so well constructed mm-hmm uh, and it's and it's well cast. I mean, that's the other thing that directors did. Directors were always in, responsible for cast in Classic Who. Um, so, you know, the good directors got the good uh, actors. And, I mean, Crockett really nails the dire- the actors on this. Like, every one of them is really just giving it their all but not hamming it up. I mean, it is a little campy. Like, I think that uh, Tiltoxel is a little campy and over the top. But, I mean, he's kind of supposed to be. But even within that, he's very good at being very sinister. And it's it's so well I, I think I mean, the I, only the I think the only reason Tiltoxel feels over the top is because everyone else in – in Doctor Who at this time, they're not using the show to its full extent. Like they're they're they don't really know how to act on the show yet. So sure. so you know they're not hamming up the serial aspect of the show. 
where they do later on. And so Tlatoxel would have – like Tlatoxel as a character in the Tom Baker era would have worked perfectly as is. Sure. Yeah. So it's just yeah. him being in the William Hartnell era makes him stand out as over the top. But I don't I don't think he's actually playing over the top. It's just in comparison he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rosario Dawson and Clerks 2 effect. Right, exactly. Yes. Yes. Um So yeah, that's that's the Aztecs. Um John Lucarotti, man, he's good. And it's and it's interesting, I mean like Lucarotti in a lot of ways and I know we'll get to the spot in just a second, but um Lucarotti in a lot of ways really kind of set the standard for the historical because like he wrote this story like, because he actually at one point or another lived in Mexico, so he was very versed in Aztec culture, and all of that, like, re- I mean, it, it is very educational, because, you know, the first couple seasons of Doctor Who are very ev- heavy on the education, I think, especially in comparison to what comes later, but, like, he really does a good job of covering all of the points that you'd need to know for Aztec culture and does it in a very kind of respectful way that's really believable. And it, I mean, the same sort of thing happens in Marco Polo and I assume the massacre. And I, I love that about this. Like it's such, it's such a good historical and it's really like the quintessential one. Like it is the historical if you're ever going to talk about one. So good times, good times. All right, all right. Well, before we uh, start breaking down the episode, uh, I want to remind everybody that we are sponsored by InStockTrades.com. And this month at InStockTrades.com, you can purchase our book of the month, Why the Last Man, Deluxe Edition Hardcover Volume 5 by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerra. And this book is available for only $17.39, which is 42% off the suggested retail price of twenty nine ninety nine. And remember... All orders over $50 get free shipping. So thanks to InStockTrades.com. Go there. Order some comics. Woo. Woo. All right. So we start (laughs) episode one with uh, the TARDIS uh, being inside of a a tomb of some kind. Yes. And uh, Barbara comes out and is looking at some jewelry. And she's like, oh, this is Aztec jewelry. And then uh, Susan... Uh, is like, hey, Aztecs, that means it's Earth. And it's like, yes, because Barbara would know anything about anything that wasn't Earth, you moron. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. She Actually, it turns out Barbara is a huge Peladin expert. It's just really unfortunate that she never got to go there. Um, so... But but yeah, so you know she so she takes a bracelet and then they all leave the the tomb to go exploring, and they're found by Aztecs who then mistaken Barbara as a god because she's wearing this bracelet, because apparently Aztecs think that wearing a accessory constitutes you as a god. Well, it's also the fact that um, they saw Barbara walk out of the tomb. So I mean that's the other thing. Oh, I guess that's because, true. Yeah. But uh, but but yeah. So, so they think she's a god. And they take her away, and you think, oh man, she's she's in trouble because of course you don't know that they think that she's a god yet. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you kind of put two and two together because they focus on that bracelet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, <clears throat> the rest of them come out and they're like, hey, uh, where's our friend? And they're like, uh, our god is uh, somewhere else. But uh, we'll uh, we can take you to her, I guess. Um, they they become very uh, very uppity 
now that their god is around, um, <laughs> which I find I find very funny. Uh, yeah, everyone put pants on. I mean, if God ever showed up in my in my house, that would be the first thing that I would do is put pants on. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think. Um, so so they go see her, and she's like, "Is it just me, or does Barbara take this whole I'm a God thing straight to her head?" I mean, oh, it it goes right there, right away. Oh my God, <laughs> it was just it's just so funny. Like she. She's just like all prissy in her and her throne, and then and like throughout the whole the whole story, like it's ridiculous the things that she does. Yeah, my favorite part is I think it's in episode two where she says, "Not Barbara, Yatoxa," and then she kind of just walks off. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just kept waiting for for Ian just to start calling her names, like <laughs> seriously. That's funny. Uh, That's funny. So so anyway, um, but yeah. So she's uh, she's she's talking to them in uh, in her throne. Um, and uh, is this is this the point where they go and like they 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 sort of like. Uh, uh, Tlatoxel sort of splits them up, and and that's when the doctor like uh, gets engaged. And meanwhile, like Ian is like talking. That's when Ian meets uh, Ixta, Ixta, and yeah. and they're like, "Hey, so this is the God's friend. So uh, he's gonna go ahead and take over." And uh, <laughs> and, the, and 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 meanwhile, Ixta's like, "Uh, what the heck? I was the next person up for promotion. This is not cool." <laughs> you had an outside hire. This was not in my contract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I I love Ian. Is just like it's just like no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. You know what, Ixta? You're totally right. I if you can beat me, then you know whatever. Like you can you can have my position. But otherwise, I'm taking over. And uh, and he's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you with my fingers and, or with my thumb. He says specifically his thumb, and uh, and he's just like uh, that's ridiculous. I have a knife, um, <laughs> which which I love the part where Ixta's just like uh, I've got some moves. I don't know if you've ever seen them before, but uh, you don't know what's going on. See, I'm walking over here and I'm all slick and awesome, and oh, I've got a knife, and I'm like. <laughs> Dude, everybody saw that coming, Ixta. Everybody saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, my favorite thing about Ixta is I don't think I don't think he's really that good. I mean, no, he's, he's, he's not at all. Like when he's <laughs> fighting that guy, like the only impressive part is when the other guy jumps over his advantage. Like he does the the leg swipe and the guy jumps over it, and I'm like, this guy is a better fighter than Ixta. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um. <laughs> Anyway, like there's actually a next moment that I'm thinking of, but I'll I'll come to it later. Go on, but uh, on. but yeah, no, but Ian, Ian, like they they're like they're fighting, and Ian, well, they're not really fighting, but like Ian's dodging him or whatever, and then he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, uh, he gives him a Vulcan pinch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is that is a Vulcan pinch. Yeah, he spocks him. Yeah, right he, in the he neck. yeah he he spocks he spock he spocks Ixta right in the neck and puts him out. And, and he's just, he just, man, is Ian smug. He is so smug. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, 
<laughs> it's like they taught me that in the service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Vulcan service, apparently. Um, and, and like, Tlox like, still shows up at this point, and he's just like, uh, what's going on, Ixta? Like, you're just knocked out? And, like, the actor playing Ixta is doing the worst job of being unconscious because he's supposedly unconscious, but he's up, leaning over a table. Like, he would be on the <laughs> ground if he was actually unconscious. Like, what he was going for is, like, instead of, like, because normally when someone's, like, sitting in a chair and they collapse onto a table, they just kind of go straight down. Well, Ixta does that, except he's standing up, so there's no real ch- yeah. chair for him to be on. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. He's just like, he's just like, uh, falling down is not in my contract. I do not fall down. I do not take I will dress shots. up like this jaguar, but I will not fall down. <laughs> I will I will dress up in a high school mascot uniform, but I will not fall down. I will not fall down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, I forget what happens right after that. <laughs> well, what, ha- what, what else is going on around this time? Uh, the doctor is delegated off to the garden because he's older than 52 years old. Which so. I love. <laughs> Come on, old man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Who's the good little old man? Yeah, that's, Who's the that's g- seriously how they treat him. And he yeah. gets so offended and it's hysterical. And it's especially <laughs> hysterical in the grand scheme of things because he's younger now than he is, like, you know, as Matt Smith. So it's just it's, – yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing that I keep forgetting is that Hartnell was only 55 when he was cast, which, like – I guess that means that Hartnell either is a really good actor, which I'm inclined to believe, or that's a really hard 55 that he's that he's dealing with. No, I I um, think it's a really hard 55 because he, I mean, he eventually had to leave, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was he was sick at the time, so yeah. But but I mean, it is it is really impressive when you realize that he's playing 75, but he's really 55. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's really impressive. And he me. looks 75. Good God. Yeah. Um. Well. The doctor's in the, the, the garden, and he's trying to find out if there's another way to get into the temple. Because when they left the TARDIS, the TARDIS, the door shut behind them, and it only opens from the inside. Which, I mean, makes sense, because they don't want people getting in. Um, but that means that the doctor and co. are separated from the TARDIS, which is a very sort of uh, typical thing that happens in at least the first Hartnell stories, where, you know... Hartnell just kind of wants to leave, or the Doctor just wants to leave, but they can't because they're separated from the TARDIS, which is really funny. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what he's doing. Meanwhile, uh, Susan, for some reason, is learning about Aztec rituals, which is a little weird. Um, I don't know exactly why. I mean, they they want her to get married eventually, but whatever, I guess. Um, but really, it's all about either... Whatever Barbara's doing or whatever Ian's doing, because Ixta's so funny. Um, not intentionally, though. Um, but what we get is we get slowly... Um, Barbara talks to the Doctor, and Barbara talks a lot about how she doesn't... 
want the Aztecs to fall because, you know, when Cortez marched in, it was a genocide, basically. Like, he just eviscerated that entire culture and, and people. And so she says, okay, well, what if we just took out all the bad things in Aztec culture, like the ritual sacrifices, and went for, you know, not ritual sacrifices instead? And the doctor's like, don't do that. You can't change history, which is the very famous thing that comes out of this story. And and Barbara's like, no, I'm going to do this anyways. So... <laughs> oh, my God. So... So the Aztecs plan to like the thing about Aztec culture is they like there were very skilled meteorologists and they would say, oh, the rains are going to come. So we're going to sacrifice someone. And right as we sacrifice them, the rain's going to fall and it's going to appease the gods, which is what we want. Um, So the sacrifice goes down. Barbara tries to stop it. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, seriously. All right. So so the way that the Aztecs (laughs) sacrifice people is is not unlike the the dude in uh, in Temple of Doom. Um, yeah, they they cut out their heart. I mean, that's that's what they do. That's how they sat. You're alive, and they cut out your heart. Yeah, that's how you get sacrificed. Okay, so Barbara tries to stop it, and she does. <laughs> but what she doesn't count on is that the sacrifice was just like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> what? You really did want to die. What? How am I supposed to, like, appease the gods and fulfill my purpose if you're not going to let them cut out my heart, man? Like, he's just not like, cool. Yeah, not, not cool. Not cool. And Tlaxel's... Tlaxel's... Tlaxel. Tlaxel, thank you. Tlaxel. It's a fake name! Tlaxel is like... It's like... It's like this is – I mean he's basically like this is highly unre- irregular. Uh, ignore her and uh, sacrifice yourself anyway. And he's just like, yes, sir. And he just jumps off the freaking pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> he just – he and he pauses for a second. Like he gets to the edge, crouches down. He's just like, am I going to do this? Yep. And just jumps off. He kind of looks back, just giving a dirty look at Barbara. Yeah. Saying, oh, you, I can't believe you... you're making me do this. I could have had my heart cut out. And <laughs> that would have just... been so much easier. So much easier. <laughs> I might not even die from this. I could just break my legs and it'll all be your fault. <laughs> Thank goodness this is a high pyramid. I'm not insured. I am not insured. <laughs> As he leaps off, I'm not insured. <laughs> <laughs> Or like immediately he goes, I immediately regret this decision. (laughs) God, worst God ever. (laughs) Oh, Uh. yeah. So, so the, the episode ends with the Toxel declaring that Barbara is a false God because she doesn't want sacrifice. And that's what the gods want, which is sort of starts off the rest of the story because, you know, the Toxel is all about. Uh, this is the one that pretty... ends with the close-up of Barbara, or the close-up of Tlatoxel. Tlatoxel. Okay. So this this is the this is the part that ends with him saying we have to destroy her, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then is it part two that ends with the close-up of her? Yeah, because the ending of our part two is if you're so good, save him. Oh yeah, that's right. Being. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. On it. All right. So. <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, part one was called the Temple of Evil, yeah. not unlike the Temple of Doom. See? Do you see? Yeah. I think George Lucas just ripped off this story. <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> but hey, you know what? Temple of Doom, highly underrated Indiana Jones movie. Sure. 
I actually, in confession, I have not seen it. It's on my Whoa. list. Oh, dude, there are list. there are so many Steven Spielbergisms in that movie. It's insane. Wow. Okay, yeah. I'll watch it. It's like the quintessential Steven Spielberg movie because he just goes crazy with the camera work in that movie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty sweet. I love it. It's really it's really underrated, I think. Okay. Um, just because it doesn't feel like a Indiana Jones movie, really. Hmm. But yeah. Hmm. So anyway, episode two, The Warriors of Death. Uh the doctor it op- it basically starts with the doctor berating Barbara. <laughs> He's just like, they have to think you're a god. What is wrong with you? This was going really well for me. I was tended in a garden because now he's used to it. Um, (laughs) There's this really nice woman talking to me. She's nice, you know? (laughs) You know, I think we might have dinner later. I think we we might do that. But I think I don't know. I don't know. This is really not going well. (laughs) And it's all your fault. (laughs) Uh, It's like dating in a retirement community. So awesome. Yeah. So awesome. (laughs) <laughs> he really he's really into Kameka. I I think that it's I, I I'm like but he he likes her because he's wanting to learn about the construction of the tomb because he's trying to figure out how to open this door from the outside because there's got to be some kind of fail safe. But like it's just so funny and I also I love the confusion about the engagement. Like that's just <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. That is so funny. It's- it's really good. I mean, like, the best part of the engagement, I mean, it's in episode three, so we'll talk about it a little bit there, I guess. But, like, I love that going into it, like, you can kind of figure out that the doctor, that it's not a good idea what's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very telegraphed. And she's like, I think he's going to drink cocoa with me. Like, he's talking to Otlock, and Otlock's like, yeah, you get him, girl. And the doctor's like, oh, let's do this. And he's so excited. And then it just blows up in his face. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> Oh my god! It reminds me. It reminds me like his reaction to it and everything. Like I don't know. Like it just reminds me of, uh, of uh, Matt Smith in in A Christmas Carol, like with the yeah. Marilyn Monroe thing. Definitely. <laughs> Come on, suddenly... Marilyn, get your purse. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's so funny, which just leads me to the to to just say. God, Matt Smith is good. He really is. He really is. Because, uh, man, for a guy who who knew nothing about Doctor Who before playing the Doctor, the um, the amount of, of things that he is un- unknowingly po- pooling from other actors is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of astounding. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking about that with uh, – with this whole engagement thing. It made me think of that. It's Yeah. It's very funny. It's very funny. It's – awesome it's so awesome yeah yeah <laughs> it's a it's a highlight it's a total highlight oh um, my god so so we go back to ian and and, and ixta practicing for their showdown because they need to fight to figure out who will uh, lead the armies yeah who will lead the army and uh and anyway so th- this is actually the part where where uh ian 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 Spock's Hicksta. Yeah, he Spock's Hicksta. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh anyway, just yeah, just using his thumbs or whatever. Um so Otlock says that Ian has disarmed Ixta, making him the rightful commander of the Aztec army. 
and like a taloxal <laughs> to the taloxal taloxal it's it's not a real word. It's not a real. It's word. Aztecian. It's Aztec. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Tlatoxel. Uh Montezuma. Yeah. Him. <laughs> uh, so anyway, <laughs> the Joker convinces the next the next human <laughs> sacrifice uh, to order that like another more equal contest needs to be held. Um, basically saying that, uh, they need to fight in hand-to-hand combat, like mm-hmm. actual hand-to-hand, no tools. Um, and he, he, and, and the Joker says that, uh, Ixta will get untold riches if, if Ian is killed. Um, basically he's just like, I need to get rid of all these people cause they're screwing stuff up. Like, I mean, I just had a human sacrifice jump off the pyramid. That is not supposed to happen. It could go it, – it's fine once. We'll get a warning for that. But the next one needs to be blood. Yeah. Like, it just – it needs to be blood. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, back in the garden, uh, the doctor and Kameka are, like, just sharing stories. And Kameka is flirting and the doctor is unwittingly flirting back. Ah, <laughs> uh, so funny! It's awesome. So funny. Uh, so the Joker goes to visit Barbara, and like he's just like he's like, "Look, I don't believe you're real. None of us believe you're real." Uh so uh, in order to prove to me that you're real, um, we're gonna play a game of twenty questions. So. <laughs> He just starts asking her questions and Barbara is so cocky in this scene because she answers the ones that she knows the answers to and the other ones she just answers with another question. <laughs> like – and she just like has this grin on her face where I'm just like, Barbara, don't be so smug. Don't be so <laughs> smug. Like he wants to cut out your heart. And use it to make it rain. Yeah, it's that's 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 not the guy you want to bring home, ladies. Just as a heads up, that's <laughs> not the, that's not the guy for you. Right, you can do better. So you can do better. So basically, he like he's he's sick of her like messing with him and his questions. So he finally reveals that there's going to be a fight between Ian and Ixta, and then that that annoys her. Um, and then uh, Ixta is like practicing for the fight, and Kameka visits him. <laughs> And tells him that the older servant of Yatexa wishes to see him. Uh, and realizing – and then like like Ixta realizes that the doctor um, doesn't know his name or his, uh, his rival with Ian. He is going to meet him and try to destroy the travelers from within. Um. And like it's just it's just so funny. Like literally everything's going well for the first twenty minutes of the story, and the rest of it is just downhill. Like yeah, <laughs> the rest of it is just like we really need to kill these guys. Like it's literally three episodes of we really need to kill these guys in the most complicated, convoluted way possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
My favorite part of that, though, is when, I don't know if you noticed this, but, but Ixta says to Kameka, oh, uh, so tell him I'll meet him in the garden in a half an hour. And then Kameka leaves, and then Ixta goes, now victory will be mine. And he's holding one of those Aztec clubs in his hands. And so he uses the club, and he whacks whatever's in front of him. And it is the girliest whack I have ever seen. Dude, everything Ixta does is girly. <laughs> It's it has, like, a ridiculous. So, it's so funny. Uh, like when he fights with people, like it is the most overly choreographed <laughs> and not practiced at all. Like it looks like they did it three times. They're like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I work better on the fly. I work, I work better on the fly. Yeah. Oh, man. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but but yeah, the doctor um, it, the doctor meets with Ixta, who uh, Ixta is the son of the guy who built the temple, so Ixta would know any extra ways into the temple. But so um, he's like, well, I need help with this fight I'm having. So if you can help me with the fight, so the doctor finds a thorn that's a poison thorn and um, and gives it to Ixta and says, use this, strike your opponent on the wrist, and your opponent will die. Which is exactly what generals need to be doing. Um, so, so that happens. And then um, Barbara tells... Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. You know what we're forgetting? What? We haven't talked about the fact that Susan is being tutored on how to be a good wife. Oh, yeah, that's that's. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's her entire storyline. Yeah. She's yeah. being tutored on how to become a good wife. And she's really insulted when anyone ever says, "Hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you marry someone we tell you to marry?" She she will have none of that. Yeah, yeah, none of it. Basically, basically, best I can figure, best I can figure, uh, John Lucarardi was like, you know, I got nothing for her, so <laughs> let's just let's get just... rid of her. <laughs> Let's just do the education thing. Let's just do tons of ex- education on how Aztec society works. Yeah, which is the least interesting thing about this story. Uh. Um, also, apparently, I don't, I didn't realize this, but but it's so obvious when you think about it. Like, apparently, Caroline Ford was uh, given some vacation time for episodes two and three, so like all that stuff is pre-taped. So that's why it's only her and like one other actor in for only one scene. So that was that was also what was happening. Oh, but I it see. is. It's pretty useless. <laughs> it's literally a plot device, which is which is not health, healthy at all. Not healthy at all. Uh, uh. Oh, and we're also not mentioning how um, Barbara keeps talking to Otlock, who's really smart, and how she keeps trying to convince him that the gods are wrong, which is only interesting because of where the story ends up. But there's always a scene... There's like two or three scenes in an episode where Barbara talks to Otlock, and it's always kind of interesting because I love Otlock. He's so cool. He's cool. Yeah. Not as cool as the Joker, but <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> so, so uh, the doctor, uh, uh, who, who, he, he meets with, uh, he meets Barbara. with Barbara. Yeah. Barbara says, uh, <laughs> oh, did you know that Ian, Ian's fighting Ixta? And, the doc- and then the doctor's like, I but I gave him that point. Oh, this is not going to end well. <laughs> He's like, wait, we gotta go. <laughs> I gave him a thorn. 
It had poison. It was really lucky that it was in the garden. <laughs> the Aztecs just loved their plants. Yeah. Really, really a good horticulture down that garden. They had no idea that it was poison. I spent a lot of time poison. there, so I know. They had no idea that thorn was poison. But it just happened to be there. Um, <laughs> really convenient. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so Ian and Ixta fight. Ian's winning. Ixta scratches him with the needle. Uh, and, uh, like, he falls over and Ixta strangles him. And Tlatoxel is like, yeah, kill him! <laughs> and, but meanwhile, Otlock is like, whoa, 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 that barbarous chick said, uh, we're not supposed to be doing this stuff. And, uh, and then, like, Barbara's like, um, yeah, I'm gonna break this up. And then, and then that's when Tlatoxel is like, oh, yeah, are you? Well, then uh, maybe you should save him yourself. Because you're a god. Yeah, so uh, do your thing, god chick, whatever. <laughs> um, and then, and then that, that's what, how you end episode two. Episode three, The Bride of Sacrifice. Uh, Barbara responds to Tlatoxel by taking out a knife and holding it to his neck. <laughs> and saying, if Ian dies, then so do you. Yeah. I feel oh, like I feel like this was before the doctor was choosing better companions. <laughs> well, he didn't really choose them, so he's kind of stuck with them. That's true. Fair at enough. least at least Barbara's trying to get out of the situation, but really that's the best you got? Yeah. That's the best you got. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh so anyway, so so obviously everything stops and uh and then she she's still trying to convince that convince Otlock that um ritual sacrifice isn't isn't such a good idea. Um uh-huh. and uh <laughs> uh so Totoxel finds the doctor in the in the garden is just like, uh, why'd you give Ixta that needle if yeah, to weaken your friend? And he's just like, well, I didn't know that it was him. Like, I don't. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, look, the only way you're going to prove that Barbara's a god is if you can find me a way into the center of the tomb and and then we can see if the body's there. In reality, obviously, the doctor's just like, <laughs> he's just planning on being like, oh, the body is still there. Oh, well, well, bye, sucker. And then leave it. <laughs> But he's not going to tell him that, obviously. Um, right. So Ixta wakes up Ian uh, because Ian passed out from the from the needle scratch, and he's just like he's just like, "Ho ho, I really got you!" And and Ian's like, "Yeah, I guess we're even, huh?" And Ixta's like, "No, I'm going to kill you." Um, but until then, we're friends, and it looks like a bromance. Yeah, it's, it's really good. messed up. It's really messed up. <laughs> so it's Latoxel. Goes to Ixta, and he's just like, uh, he's, he's, he's like, look, uh, <laughs> uh, so he, yeah, he just, he sees if he can I- I see the plans that he promised the doctor. Um, and, uh, Ixta tells him that there weren't any plans. Like there were, there were, there was nothing. And he, he was, he's, he was using the information Kameka gave him to get the, the draft from the doctor 
And as Ian and Ixta leave, Ian overhears Tatoxel trying to convince uh, Tamila that the only way to prove Yatexa is a god is by poisoning her. Uh, Yatexa being Barbara. Um, if she dies, <laughs> she's a fake. But if she lives, she's a god. Um, <laughs> Tamila seems convinced by this argument because, you know, this is the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> I love archaic logic. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Enlightenment really helped us as a civilization. I'm really glad. <laughs> so. Thank God for Robespierre. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that joke was for two people. Back, back in the Garden of Peace, Otlock asks Kameka why she's been so happy of late. And Kameka says, look, man, the doctor, this thing, me and him, it's the real deal. <laughs> We're going to drink cocoa. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. It's going to happen. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so uh, basically it works, and she, he's just like, yeah, cocoa. Bring it. And uh, they drink it, and that's what happens. They're engaged. They're engaged, Ooh. yeah. Because apparently Kamek is really into older guys. Well... She ain't she ain't no young thing herself. She got to take what she can get. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Ian, meanwhile, sneaked into the tomb to warn uh, Barbara that like <laughs> everything is going wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that that Tatox was plotting against her, and there were plans to save the Aztec. At the Aztec, like way of life of sacrifice and everything it, like isn't going to work. And, uh, she is early. Like earlier, she thought that all Aztecs were like Otlock, but in, in that, and that Tlatoxels was like, just like a weird guy. But in reality, <laughs> Otlock's the weird one. Yeah. Otlock's the weird one. <laughs> Most people are the Joker. Um, <laughs> We can't all be Batman. Yeah. We can't all be Batman. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Tatoxel shows up and he's like, hey, I've got wine. It's got poison in it. I mean, no, it doesn't. You should drink this. <laughs> um, and uh, Ian is like hiding behind a, co- co- behind a column when, he, when they come in. And he's just like – he's like gesturing to her like not to drink it. So Barbara's like, hey, uh, Tatoxel. How about you drink it first? And he's like, uh, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, whatever. (laughs) Which I just think it's funny because in every story where someone's poisoning someone else, everyone always thinks. Everyone is just like, okay, I have to think of a, of a way to get out of the drinking it myself thing. Mm-hmm. Toxel's not so smart. No. <laughs> he doesn't He's do that. the high priest of sacrifice, not knowledge. Not knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, so she tells him that she is a fake, but if he tells anyone, she's going to destroy – she's going to get the Aztecs to destroy him. Because they all think mm-hmm. that, that she is a god. Um, and so then Totox was like, oh, no, you didn't. Um, 
is basically his reaction to that. Uh, so anyway, we're back at the Garden of Peace once again because this this episode really only has like four sets. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're back to the Garden of Peace. The Doctor and Kamek are sharing their cocoa and Kamek is just like, man, I'm so happy we're getting married. And Doctor's like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> and has like the best shot in the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the best oh crap face I've ever seen from a Doctor in my life. Oh, yeah. It's it's basically, I mean, it's it's like the best Pertwee cliffhanger face. <laughs> The perch we never did. Yeah, that perch we never did. <laughs> and it's in the middle of the episode. It's genius. It's genius. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Um, the perfect sacrifice. He wants to take Susan as his bride. Uh, perfect sacrifice is the guy who apparently there's going to be a solar eclipse in the next two days. And they're going to make this guy. The, they call him the perfect sacrifice. He can do anything uh because you know he's only gonna he's gonna die very soon and he wants to be a sacrifice so he wants to take he decides to take susan as his bride susan's like f that i am not doing that and then everyone's like oh no that's really bad for her the talks goes to barbara's like hey someone isn't doing things that they should be doing so barbara's like oh i think i messed up recently where i been not following Aztec law, so I should follow Aztec law. And she's like, okay, well, punish that bitch. Sorry for the language. And, <laughs> and then Totoxel's like, and then Totoxel's like, awesome. He leaves, Otlock shows up, and he goes, and he goes, hey, you know that chick with Susan? And Barbara's like, curses! Foiled! So, that happened. <laughs> which, which, I mean, it's really, oh, gosh. I mean, it was color commentary, but it's also good. Um, and then, honestly, the fe- honestly, honestly, can I just say what would have made this episode better, this story better? Hmm. If Tlatoxel had, like, a twisty mustache. <laughs> honestly, that's what he needed. I mean... <laughs> I think they should have just made the twisty mustache come out of the red paint. Like, yeah. just some curlicues up top. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would have been... That would have been pretty pretty stellar oh and then at the end the doctor figures out how to break into the temple by going through a stone in the garden that was right in front of their faces for the whole story um so ian goes into the passage ixta appears right behind him this is in the dead of night moves the stone back into place sealing Ian inside and apparently the tunnel's gonna start filling with water and ixta goes off laughing and it looks like ian's dead oh no end of episode so (laughs) (laughs) but it's like it's like oh i love that (laughs) Ixta, like, I don't know how Ixta got this far into the elimination round of uh, who wants to be the next, <laughs> or Aztec's next top general or whatever this game show is, but um, Ixta, Ixta, like, is totally, like, the jerk in the Big Brother house. Like, he should not have won. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't play this game very well. Or he does! It's just not good general qualities. So, that. But um, that's the end of that episode. Oh, I love this story. <laughs> it's so it's so insane, but like so good at the same time. Yeah. It's oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh. So, the day of darkness, part four. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, 
<laughs> I actually I love this. Um, Ian crawls through the tunnel, but because they don't have any sets, it's literally just a series of fade ins and fade outs. So it looks like Ian's traveling through hell. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then he winds up in the t- in the temple, uh, in the tomb, and then he just figures out how to walk out, and he ties a strap to make sure that the door, they have a way to get back in when it comes down to it. So they can now get into the temple, but now they all have to get back to the temple so that they can leave. So, yay. Yay that. Yay that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also get Susan, who is um, who is now in Aztec custody. She is placed under Ixta's guard, and Ixta's like, ha ha ha, Ian, your friend is dead. Um, and then Ian's like, Ian comes out of nowhere, knocks him out, and steals Susan. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Uh, they all run up to the temple. They try to pull open the door, but there's no. it doesn't work. The, they have a belt strap, but the belt breaks. Uh, they try to come with a pulley, but the Aztecs don't have wheels, which, spoilers, is why they didn't beat Cortez. Um, uh, so they try to make a pulley. Meanwhile, the Toxel <laughs> and Ixta conspire to break Otlock's faith in um in 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 Yatoxa Barbara. Um so they grab Ian's club, go out to Ot- and Ixta goes out to Otlock who is traveling who was walking around the garden in the early morning and <laughs> whacks him across the back of the head with Ian's club. Otlock goes down and then, you know, Barbara, not Barbara, the doctor and Ian who happened to be there at the same like just happened to be there at the same time run up to Otlock as he's getting up, and Ixta's like, oh, what is this? You guys are all messing around, you guys are doing really bad things and attacking a high priest, this is really bad, and <laughs> all the Aztecs show up, they find Ian's club, Ian's like, I didn't do this, this is mine, and <laughs> and <laughs> uh, and <laughs> Ixta goes, Ixta goes, look, no, it's his, see, this is the club, and he was hit from behind, and Ian goes, how'd you know he was hit from behind, and then, and then Ixta goes, la la la, it's Ian's club, and then everyone's like, he's right, and then they take Ian away, so, (laughs) that's Ixta's move, and now, and now Otlock, his faith is so broken that he literally declares that Barbara's a fake, false goddess, and decides to go live in the wilderness, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is interesting, but before he goes, he managed he sells off his um possession, uh, effecting Susan and Ian's escape and says, I'm gonna go out to the wilderness, so he leaves, so he's done. And then everyone eventually makes it back to the top of the temple, and just as the doctor, Barbara, and Susan are trying to get the door open, Ian, who's dressed in total Aztec warrior garb, is standing there waiting to like defend them, and Ixta shows up in other Aztec guard. And we have an Aztec fight. Yeah. And it is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's like... It's like so manic. It's like they're just waving their arms, but I don't care. It's... It is... It is good. It's almost... It it's almost as good as the Pertwee Cage fight from a few months ago. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what it reminds me Whenever I think of. of the Aztecs... Whenever I think of the Aztecs, I always think of this fight. Because it is... It is pretty epic and pretty death-defying and pretty fantastic. And then it ends with, with Ian flipping Ixta over the temple and killing Ixta, which is, you know, kind of dark. Yeah, Ian kills just, a dude. I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing that happens. 
<laughs> but he deserved it. He was a fancy fairy lad of the Aztec people, so it's okay. It's justified. It's justified. Um <laughs> So they all they all run back in the temple, uh the door closes behind them, they escape back into the TARDIS and they leave. Um and then we, we kind of end just before that. Uh, with the Toxel arriving just as the door is closing, and he says, "Okay, well she's gone. I'm the high priest of sacrifice. The sun's going out because there's an eclipse. Let's kill some people." So then they start the sacrifices all over again, which means that all of what Barbara was trying to do was for naught. Right. Which, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, that's the thing that I love about this episode is like, it's a fun episode, but it's kind of a dark ending because like. Really, they did. Barbara did not end up doing what she wanted to do, which was end ritual sacrifice. Totoxel is still in power, and what they ended up doing more than anything is just breaking Otlock's faith. And like, I know we didn't talk about Otlock because, quite frankly, he's not very funny. Um, uh, they, they just broke Otlock's faith and sent him out into the jungle, which is like so dark. Like, yeah. that's like that's a, it's amazing and it's insane. But like, oh god, it's such a good story. It's so good and very intricate and oh, it's so much fun, so much fun. Yeah, and everyone I, should I loved watch it. it. And then we get the the yeah. teaser for the sensorites, which I just watched and is not very good at all. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah, it's not no, good. that's what I've heard. It's not good. Yeah, I've good. I've I've heard it's garbage. So <laughs> there's that. Can't win them all. Yeah, can't win them all. <laughs> no, it isn't garbage. Kinda, which we're talking about next week. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm excited about Kenda. More Davison. Oh, Bring it. Yeah. Oh, crazy Davison. Ah, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's Dude. it's good. You're going to love it. Uh... Although, I don't think we can recap that one. We just kind of have to discuss that one because it's, it's like just straight discussion story. So We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. Well, uh, before we move on, I'll remind everybody – I want to remind everyone that we are sponsored by DCBService.com. DCBS is the site that lets you order all your monthly comic book statues, action figures, anything you can get from your local comic book shop. You can get from DCBService.com. You place your orders three months in advance with monthly discount specials up to 75% off and regular discounts of 40% off. Ship as often as you like with orders as large or small as you like, and you only pay six twenty five in flat rate shipping. So thanks to DCBService.com. Uh, so yeah, let's see. We got we got Kinda next week, um, and then also on the site uh, this week or this month is December, and it's our final month of Movie Night at Geek Show before we are uh, taking that show out to pasture. And moving on to <laughs> you mean t- <laughs> moving on to bigger, better things. What you mean taking it out behind the shed and putting a bullet in its head? Sure. <laughs> if you want to old yeller it, that's I, fine. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to old yeller. Yeah. Um, but uh, this month we are talking uh, Hot Fuzz, Robert Rodriguez's little-known film Road Racers. Uh, the Godfather and The Breakfast Club. Those are the films we're going to be talking about this month. So if any of those catch your fancy, and Road Racers is on instant. So if you're a Robert Rodriguez fan and you haven't seen it, then I guess maybe you should watch that. I guess I haven't seen or it. something. Um. So anyway, so that those are the movies we're watching this month on Movie Night at Geek Show. Uh, also this month we are catching up on the Book of the Months, 
that we've been missing out on. So look for audio blogs for Stumptown this week, uh, which is which is a Greg Rucka book. Uh, next week will be American Vampire, which is Stephen King and, and, and uh, Scott Snyder. Uh, the week after that will be Fell, uh, which is a detective noir thing from Warren Ellis. And then we're going to wrap up the month with Why the Last Man Volume 5. So Woo. keep an eye out for those. Matt, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the internet at twitter.com slash gagadin. You can also find me on my alternate Twitter account, GD Commentary, where I live tweet certain things. I don't know what I'm live tweeting next. It'll probably be good. Uh, look for us later this week in terms of live tweeting. Uh, at the end of the week on Sunday, probably, I'm thinking, I don't know when, maybe 5, 8 Eastern, or 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, or something around there. It's got to be early because we're doing a double dose of Sunday Trek, which is where we go through classic Sunday or Star Trek episodes that Shatner Nimoy. Uh, so we're l- look for that uh, this week. We're talking the Squire of Gothos and Arena. This past one was fun. Um, we talked about the Galileo Seven. It was a little batty, but whatever. Uh, but this week should be pretty excellent. Uh, you can also find my blog classicalgalifrey.blogspot.com where I talk about classic Who. This week, Cassandra stepping in real quick to do the Myth Makers which I don't think I planned very well because it's another John Wiles story and I only have one more to talk about, so that, I guess. Um, and also on Movie Night, which Scott already mentioned, so that's where you can find me, Scott. I'm twitter.com slash Corelli and twitter.com slash Commentary for all the reasons that you stated earlier. Uh, and then, of course, geekshowentertainment.com and my webcomic geekbynight.net. Uh, which will be launching sometime after the after the new year, um, and uh, news coming very soon. Very soon. Very soon about a new thing that we're doing. So uh, definitely keep your ears peeled for that. Ears peeled. Yeah, it should be good. Ears. Peeled. Yeah, yeah. Peel their ears. Okay. Just take a nice peeler and just peel them off. All right. It's like poltergeist. That's. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <Uh-oh. laughs> Send us emails if you want. TDC at geekshow.us. Or don't. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week with Kim Duck. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.